Welcome to Real Estate 360. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles. Hello, uh, welcome to Real Estate 360, uh, realestate360show.com. This is Steve Connolly. And I am Jason Miles, hashtag the real estate trainer. Hashtag unemployable. Absolutely unemployable. And, and proud of it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, Steve. Yeah. We had a great event. We did. Uh, well, at this point, you know, a couple weeks ago, right? We did. Or so, approximately. And uh, I want to thank some of the listeners that that came out. I mean, uh, it's the listeners that really support us, obviously, uh, in what we're doing, watching the uh, the or listening to the podcast, listening to the show, watching us on YouTube. <clears throat> you know, those things are uh, very, very greatly appreciated, and we want you guys to keep doing it. But we had a we had a, a couple in particular uh, that were listeners that came from you know around the the state. Yeah, you know uh, Augusta area. Yeah, actually, probably South Carolina because you know. Augusta's real close to South Carolina, so yeah. we had a couple from there. Absolutely. And, and again, and as we tell people, you know, this, this show is called Real Estate 360, and we talk about all aspects of real estate and things that have to do with real estate and how we uh, need to move forward in our businesses and our financial lives, right? Can, so, Can we get something out of the way? Let's do it. You know, I was up kind of late last night, and I got something in my eye, and, <laughs> you know, I just— <laughs> I'm just, I got to get, get this cleared up, you know, so we can move on. Cause it's really hard to think and talk with this. He's got a big, you guys got to go to YouTube to watch this. You know, he's got, <laughs> so I have my glasses on, you know, just to cover it up. So what, yeah. so. is that considered glaucoma? We just had a question. I hope not. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's temporary. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make it temporary. Cause I, I got, I got to get this thing off. <laughs> yeah. Know, I, um, Anyway, we we had someone send us a meme. It was absolutely hilarious. It was uh, uh, it was Steve and I. Well, it wasn't Steve and I. What was the comedian on Saturday Night Live whose wife killed him? <laughs> he was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it was that comedian and Sinbad. I guess I was Sinbad. I guess you were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was us. It was the two of us standing in front of uh, in front of the logo, the real estate. Oh, Phil Hartman. Oh. It was Phil Hartman and um, and uh, Simbad. It was absolutely hilarious. I don't know. Maybe we can share that. I think we should share that. We should share that somewhere because uh, I couldn't stop laughing when uh, when I saw it. You know, so I'm, I'm going to share it with you uh, on our uh, on our so social I'm, media. So what pages. you're saying is my wife killed me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's I'm, absolutely I'm not. Hilarious. I'm dead. Oh no! <laughs> Let's hope not, Beth. It's just a joke. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had a great turnout, you know. Absolutely. And, it, and really, you know, so who, who cares how many people were there or weren't there? That doesn't really matter. The responses that we got were fantastic. Well, that's that's what it is. I mean, we we had people. We have people that come to these events that are experienced, very experienced in a lot of cases, and people that have absolutely no experience whatsoever and everything in between. Because this show is called Real Estate 360 and we talk about everything because we do pretty much everything real estate related, there are opportunities that are just kind of hovering around. You know, people are bringing us opportunities. We're searching for opportunities 
constantly because we can see what those opportunities are and how we can kind of navigate our way into those kinds of things. So uh, being, being at the event, delivering the event, seeing people come that are just listening to the show. And I mean, one guy came and he's got, you know, a couple came, they've got 10, 12 properties, something like that. Right. Yeah. And then another lady came and she'd been taken advantage of by uh, a company and wind up with nothing. Right. Uh, and was just trying to figure out what she did wrong and how she needs to move forward. And we got people that are just wholesaling. And another lady showed up and said, you know, I've been to these some of these seminars. And she said, there's something missing. It's like there's some formula. Can you just tell me? This was before we even started the seminar. Yeah. And she said, can you? So we were just talking, you know, just hanging out. And she said, can you give me the formula? I said, uh, well, actually, she didn't ask me that. She said, there's something missing. I said, well, would you like the formula? Yeah. She said, yeah, you'll give me the formula? I said, yeah, we do it on the show, you know. Yeah. Not a secret. You know, the seminar people that want to sell you the next seminar, they want to make it a secret so they'll have something to sell you. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, how many secrets can there be in the same industry over, you know, I don't countless personalities that have been selling the secret to wholesaling. The secret to fix and flip. That's the right. The secret to buy and hold. The secret to making, you know, six, seven figures a year. There's no secret. Just do the work. Learn, learn the processes and do the work. It's as simple as that. That's the secret. And she said she really, you know, liked the way we approach things, which was pretty wide open, you know. Yeah. It's like, here it is. You know, all of it. And uh, she said, that's pretty rare. And she said, looks like you guys really know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I said, I think we do after this amount of time. Yeah. And because what you just said, we, we do all of it, you know, we're way, you know, we're way deep into this stuff. Yeah. So maybe we're at a little higher altitude, you know, metaphorically speaking, and we can see the landscape a little better because, you know, one of those gentlemen that was at the seminar bought, brought a, a situation that he was having a hard time with. Mm-hmm. We said, well, here's a solution mm-hmm. just because we know yeah. what's available. That's all. That's, that's right. And you know what? A lot of times you'll, you'll find investors or the quote unquote gurus, you know, the, the, yeah. the gurus uh, that, you know, they elevate and which is, that's happened. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it's very difficult to learn from someone who's so far outside of the realm of reality because they don't do it anymore. They started there. Yeah. Right. They started in one place and then they elevated and they elevated and they, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you were a, if you started off as an apple picker and then you wind up, you know, distributing apples uh, across the world, you know, sure. skipping past everything at some point you're going to forget Certain aspects of the apple picking process. I'm going to do my best to forget all of the aspects <laughs> right. of how to pick apples. Because there's going to be different <laughs> yeah. things that come along, right? That's different right. processes, equipment that gets implemented, all these different things. At some point, you're only concerned with the supply chain. Yeah. You know, and of course, the quality of the product, but the supply chain, not the everything that is involved in what goes on in the very beginning. It could be focused on distribution, not pickle, not yeah. picking apples. Exactly. So you kind of lose touch with the picking apple process. Yeah. So you need to keep people around you that are familiar with the apple picking process so that you can move forward in your business if that's what you're going to do. Having said that, I don't want to learn how to pick apples from the guy 
who owns the ships that distributes the apples around the world. I, I, just, I just don't want to learn how to pick apples from them. Okay. <laughs> I don't either. I got to learn how to pick apples from the apple pickers. Yeah. Exactly. Getting thirsty. We're the, we're the apple pickers. <laughs> this, is not, this is not applesauce. <laughs> not apple juice. Anyway, so we had a two-hour uh, seminar. It was fantastic, you know. Uh, and it's, it's a small group, you know. We don't, we're not trying to promote it. We think we, you know, other than the radio show, we started promoting it like three or four days beforehand through our, you know, contact base. Yeah. So the room, because the room we have only holds 20 people, you know. Right. And we've got to put our AV guys in there and everything. So it's, it's a real nice, intimate, you know, get your questions answered kind of, kind of a presentation. That's exactly right. And it's, we have one coming up. What, and, and when would that be? That is December 7th. That's, December 7th. Uh, I think that's Pearl Harbor Day, too. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow. So uh, uh, 10 o'clock, 10 to 12, Panera Bread, 1195 Woodstock Road in Roswell. Yeah, you're giving up a lot of information there, sir. Write that down. It's not a secret anymore? No. No. Okay. So, Steve, I got to ask, what are we going to talk about today? We, Other than what we just did, <laughs> we are going to talk about the state of wholesaling, the wholesaling real estate business as it exists now. Yes. And where we see it going in the next 12 months. That's right. And uh, you pointed out that it's going to be about a year before we have an election. Yes. About. We're about a year. If you're listening to the show today, we're about a year away from that election. Mm-hmm. The, the actual election day, approximately, give or take. Now, somebody asked us, one of our producers said, hey, if you had to bet your house, <laughs> who would you predict is going to be the winner? Should we get into that or not? Hey, listen, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> you know, uh, forget who you support, guys. You know, we're watching a lot of different stuff going on. I can say this. Uh, moving forward, if 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 I had to, if I had to bet, watching the way this whole political circus has been, uh, has talk been, about a circus. Yeah, it's, it's a, circus. a three ring man. You know, it doesn't matter what <laughs> Mr. Donald President Donald Trump says anymore. Uh, it it doesn't matter what comes out of his mouth. Whatever comes out just makes him stronger in the polls. And if that continues, he will be. Well, it's the law of attraction. Yeah, he believes if it. If you say, if you're opposed to Donald Trump and you keep talking about Donald Trump, you're just going to get more Donald Trump. <laughs> if you're a poor Donald Trump and you talk about Donald Trump, you're going to get more Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. If you talk about something else, another candidate, you're likely to get the other candidate. But some people don't understand that. Yeah, and then there's a, there's a lot of different things that are kind of in play with all of that as well. You know, economic but we're not cycles, a political things show. like that. So we're no, really not. not. We want to make money, and we want to be in a climate that allows us to continue to make money. So what? So the next twelve months is going to be a little volatile. There will be a lot of volatility, but we're up against a little bit of a break. Let's yeah. talk about that shortly. Okay. Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests, top dollar on the sale of your home, a well-negotiated contract, an efficient closing? Please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home. 
what it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold, then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar, and I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D. All right, we are back. We are back. And Steve, this is the state of the wholesale economy. What do you mean this is? Well, sir, let me tell you. Tell me. Tell me. We have an economy that is doing very well. We have fewer people that are buying certain things. More people are buying other things. Money available for whatever it is you want to buy. But how long is that going to last? Forever. Is it going to last forever? As long as Donald Trump's in office, probably. <laughs> You're probably right. You know, he <laughs> free money. He, he may want to try to run for, you know, an eight-year term. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Donald Trump, 2024. I can see it now. <laughs> but but uh, this, this is where we are, brother. Yeah. You know, we're in a situation right now where right now in the wholesale world, just talking about wholesalers, Yeah, we're watching prices of homes go up, right? But really, they've kind of stabilized in our market anyway, right? And they've come down about 10, maybe 15%, but they're sitting right there right now. Yes, not they really moving. are. You know, they're stable. But we have fewer buyers in the market. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that is the time of the year. Part of that is we're going into the election cycle. You know, generally, we're not going to really see an uptick in buying until the end of January, sometime in February, right. from this point moving forward. But for us, you know, that's a great time to buy because so many people are selling that need to sell, that have problems, whatever those problems are, and they're looking at the Zestimate. <laughs> you know, my house is worth $200,000. Well, it needs $60,000 worth of repair, sir. Okay, I'll take one forty. I'm I'm sorry, Zillow. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh when you said Zestimate. So, but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's where we are, you know. And um, if we're sitting there and we're doing this, and we're, we're wholesaling at this time of the year? Yes. We're wanting bargains. We, we have to have Very bargains. Very steep bargains. And uh, you were talking about the state of the wholesale real estate industry. And so, yes, we've, had, we've seen the retail prices level and actually decline. It's a supply and demand issue. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not an interest rate issue because we've got the lowest interest rates we've ever seen. Yeah. And, and as we were talking about on the break, yeah, our economy-wise, we're at nearly record highs in terms of where values of things are, jobs, job uh, growth. Right. Exactly. You know, I can't really say much about job stability because everything's a little different, right? Exactly. You know, most people don't really have jobs. They don't really keep jobs more than five years before they move on anymore unless they're no. moving up the ranks. Got to love it. Or, you know, some of us are just... Can't get a job. It or, simply means there's uh, opportunities. Out well, there. some of us are unemployable. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you create jobs. You're yeah, a job that's creator. Right. I uh, yeah. I can do that. That's right. Um, and then so the prices are leveling, coming down a little bit. And the in the meantime, the wholesale prices, the the as is prices from people like you, me, and those other other wholesalers that are in the marketplace, those have been pretty consistently going up. Yeah. Especially over the last. Two and a half, three years, at least in our region. Yeah. Now, other areas are experiencing different things. Yeah. Um, 
you know, maybe down around Panama City and those areas, uh, the prices are continuing to, to move up and the demand is still high, although with all the storms they've had recently. Which is what's creating opportunity. Another great place right now is St. Louis, believe it or not. Right now, St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. Is the number one fix and flip market in the country. Number one. That used to be Indianapolis, didn't it? It shifts every now and then, yeah. you know, and you have to look at what drives those. What are the, what are the factors, you know, because you have a lot of people that'll, that'll run from one area to another to take advantage, which is, uh, that's understandable, mm. but why, you know, why are you going there? I mean, is it sustainable? Can you, can you get there today and do business for a year or two years or three years? And who are you selling to? I mean, I am obviously, you know, this about me that I am a big believer in understanding what the exit strategies are. I mean, yes. How are we going to get out of this? Who are we, if we're going to fix and flip it, who's, who are the buyers? How many of them are in the market? Is that market going to continue to expand? Or where's the contraction? When do we expect to see the contraction? It's not a matter of uh, overthinking it. You know, it's understanding how long we have to do it more than anything. It's a cycle. <laughs> it is. You want to understand the cycles. So yes. there, it's uh, industry, technology in particular. You have a lot of technology companies that are starting or moving to St. Louis because of the cost of living. Mm. If you just think about it for a second now, if you've got a company in Palo Alto, you know, anywhere in San Francisco or, you know, that area where all those uh, big tech companies are and you want to increase your revenues, but you've kind of been stable right where you're at, you've been earning the same amount. Well, the easiest thing to do, instead of having to pay your execs $600,000, dollars $800,000 a year so that they can afford to live in the area, well, let's pay them three dollars or $400,000 a year, move to a market where they can have an equal lifestyle, an equivalent lifestyle, but for half the price. Now, exactly. just think about the money that a company would be saving by cutting their payroll in half. Huge. It's massive. So now their revenues increase. Yeah. And if they're publicly traded or desire to be, that is a significant, uh, a significant way to increase your value and to get carve out a market share. The point is, those are the industries that we're looking at. We know that technology is going to drive this, this economy. Right. We know it. We know that manufacturing is going to shrink. We don't like it, but we know that, you know, I mean, there, there will still other be manufacturing. that can do it better and cheaper. Well, yeah, but there's also automation. Yeah. You know, look at what um, uh, Amazon is doing. You know, Amazon is replacing its workers with automation, robots. Yeah. But they're also giving those workers an opportunity to be, to have their own businesses and saying, hey, listen, if you do A, B, and C, we'll give you $10,000 so you can start your own delivery service for us. So they're giving them an opportunity until autonomous cars take over anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, until automation takes over in yet another fashion. But the, the, the thing I'm saying is we, it's important to understand, even if you're looking at St. Louis, even if you're looking at Panama, why is it good right now? Of course. And how long are we going to be able to take advantage of this? And then, and then you create your, your exit strategy, your, your plan of action, and then your exit strategy. You know, you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. We're looking at crazy stuff going on in the world. We're looking at financial companies like First Premier is selling, you know, they're, they're out of, uh, uh, I think it's Sioux Falls, you know, Iowa or something like that. And they're selling their property, their flagship property 
But really? they built this billion-dollar business, multi-billion-dollar business off of. They're selling their flagship property for $3.7 million. What? Is that Sioux all? Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, $3.7 million. Now, why are they getting out of there? It's too cold. <laughs> Come it's on. The it's the flatland. <laughs> But I digress because uh, these are all indicators that I look at and I, you know, I can kind of really get a little uh, far out there sometimes with some of this stuff when we're looking at other areas to go into marketing, all those things. But as you grow your business and you expand your business and you want to continue to do things, if you're not looking at other areas, you're subject to whatever's going on in the one place you are when you grow. Well, you know, but that's okay because as long as you're, at least aware of what's going on where you are, yeah. there's always opportunity, Absolutely. no matter whether the market's going up or down. It doesn't point. matter. It's a great point. And, you know, our realtor, was, one of our realtors was in here a few weeks ago, and he said some of his sellers are just saying, please, just sell the property. I don't, I'm less concerned about how much I'm getting now than just getting it gone. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in a market like this, Guess what? There's a lot of other people who have way bigger problems that say, hey, man, I got to get rid of this property. And that's really what we're looking for. We're looking for people who want to get rid of properties as coming from the wholesale point of view. That's right, because we are problem solvers. Yes. We're just solving people's problems. That's what every business is. You know, we want to help people solve their problems. So getting back to the point of this, the state of the wholesale Right. The State of the Union, the wholesale address. And that's going right. to vary so, but, depending on geography oh, and what's going on in your particular area in terms of economics as well. Yeah, so. but no matter where you are right now, mm-hmm. no matter where you are right now, and at very least over the course of the next three months, you have to be very aggressive as a wholesaler in terms of how you're buying. And when I say aggressive, I don't mean pay too much. I mean pay less. Maybe right. you're used to doing you know, putting two or three properties a week under contract or a month, whatever the case is, under normal circumstances. Well, right now, you know what? You might do one or two the right way. Sure. Because you you have to know that prices may come down a little more over the course of the next three months. You have to know that it might take you a little longer to sell that property because of the decreasing um, values. And in, and when we come back from after the break, which is in about a minute or so from now, but Let's talk about the formula for wholesaling because, you know, I mentioned that earlier when uh, we were talking about the seminar that these folks walked in. They said, what's the formula? We don't, there's something missing. Right. So let's get back a little bit to the basics of what wholesaling is because this is a real estate investing show and we want to keep it on that topic. Yes. Yeah. We need to know what's going on everywhere because we're, we're curious folks. But. <laughs> well, they tell you, it tells you everything. But the formula, even the formula, it's really not going to change for the most part. And <clears throat> But it is different from one area of the country to the other, no matter what. Absolutely. The, it's the, the economy looks like locally yeah. or, or, or nationally. Um, but the actual equation is the same. The numbers may vary, right? So, like, it might not well, be 70%. It might be... Eighty percent. It might be sixty-five percent. You know, it might not be a five thousand or a three thousand dollar profit center. In some areas, it's going to be a twenty thousand dollar or a fifteen thousand dollar profit center. Might not be a five thousand dollar kitchen. It might be a twenty-five thousand dollar kitchen. Exactly. Yeah. And all those things need to be uh, kept in mind. But let's get to the break. Yes.
need to sell your house? Well, our company will buy, will buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. Or call 833-WILL-BUY. Se habla español, llámanos, call us today. And welcome back to Real Estate 360. And we're talking about the state of the wholesale real estate business in the United States of America. Amen. So, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit just before the break about, gosh, so much stuff, you know. But one of the things that, uh, that I wanted us to go over is the formula for how to do your wholesale business. And then you, Mr. Jason O'Miles, you want to talk about the variations on the equation from around the country. Right. right. But let's talk about here first because yeah, here in the it. Atlanta metropolitan area, right? Here, right now, currently, we're working at a 70% ARV or after repair value. Yeah, why is that? Because that's what the lenders will give today. 70% of the after repair value. Now there are different programs out there. Right. So that's a that's a, a generalization, but it's a it's a broad generalization. I mean it's it's well it's a specific generalization because the vast majority of the local lenders and even the lenders that are coming from outside uh, of the state right. that are lending here in this state or at least in the metropolitan area are lending at 70% of the after repair value. So that means just to make it perfectly crystal clear. So whatever the house will sell for on the open market after repaired, that's why they call it after repaired value. That's right. Is you take 70% of that and you come up with a number, say it's a $200,000 house. You multiply that by 70%. So you get $140,000. That's right. That's what they'll lend. That's right. And that's all in at 140,000. And then there's some lenders that'll say, We'll give you 90% of that 140. We're going to give you 90% of the 70% we told you we'd actually lend on. <laughs> right. Okay, right. <laughs> right? So there's a lot of that that goes on also. But just to keep the numbers simple, yeah, it's 140 all in. And what that means is that's the acquisition of the property. That's the cost to renovate the property. And any profit that a wholesaler would have, that 140000 or 70% of that $200,000 value all of that 140000 has to encompass acquisition of the property, renovation of the property, and profit to the wholesaler. It has to be all in that one forty. Right. Everything else will have to come out of the, the prospective buyer's pocket if it was over that. You know, and it depends on how much it was over that also. So us as wholesalers, we do our best to find properties that will fit within that formula. Correct. So when we're selling it to our customers, you know, we want to jump over there across the desk, jump in their shoes and say, and look at it from that point of view, which is, okay, if I buy this, I can borrow 70% and I can be all in and there's enough money on the loan to cover everything. Absolutely. Except for maybe some down payment requirements for closing costs or whatever for sure. the lender has. Yeah. Know? Now, and, now for us, if we're out there doing our own marketing, if we're if we're fixing flippers, right? Mm-hmm. 
that money that we're looking at as the wholesale fee would then be our cost to acquire fee. It wouldn't be if we're looking for houses just for us to renovate. If we're only marketing for our own fix and flip opportunities, yes, not to wholesale, not to do any of that, we are going to still use the 70% rule. Right. The only difference is the wholesale fee will now be an acquisition fee, meaning if we need 10% down uh, plus legal fees, you know, plus points, we're going to try to put as much of that into that number as we possibly can. So, of course, if the numbers were the same and we had a lender that says, we're going to give you 90% of that 140, we already know we have to come up with $14,000 down. We also know we have to pay uh, legal. We have to pay whatever points the lender might want, right? We have to pay insurance. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at that and we're saying, okay, we have 14000 there. Maybe the lender wants three points. It's three points of the 126 now, not the 140 because of the 10%, right. right? So three points on 126 is roughly $3,700. It's going to cost another, let's just call it two grand for the attorney fees. And then let's just call it another 1300 for insurance, right? So now we're at 6000 plus the 14000 is 20000 Yeah. I know I was going to go on fast there. I'm kind of like Rain Man with it. But <laughs> they that's need to 20, do, <laughs> They need to invent TiVo for radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's the podcast, you know. The TiVo for radio is pod, the podcast, right? Or, okay. Or it's... Um, uh, YouTube. So go to the podcast, Real Estate 360. You can you can tap a button that takes it back 15 seconds. Yep. There's a little button there when you're listening to it that goes back 15 seconds, as guess, many times as you want. I guess I've revealed that I don't really do podcasts too much. <laughs> I, I'm big into YouTube. That's you right. Know. It's there too, right? It's there. It's absolutely there. Real so, Estate 360 show. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've heard of that. It's a pretty good show. <laughs> But anyway, so going back to what you're talking about, yes, um, th- it's all great as long as there's 100 percent full disclosure. And you're That's right. We you know we were talking earlier about these are all commercial loans. Correct. Uh, this is not a residential single family house loan. Correct. There you, you know, can't live there. Right. You know, you can't own it for your personal use. Has to be something that is for business purposes only. And you do. I mean, you have to have full disclosure. You disclose it to your lender. You know, all these things are going to be disclosed on the contract. Everything is there. So it's not a... And the attorneys represent the lenders. Absolutely. So, you know. so it has to get past them anyway. That's right. Right? Everybody has to be in agreement here. And it all and it's all just having conversations. Hey, listen, Mr. and Mrs. Lender, this is the property. This is the price we got it for. Here's our renovation. We have this acquisition fee. We're going to utilize those funds to cover these expenses. And maybe they say yes. So you're talking maybe about a no, no money down deal. I'm absolutely talking about no money down deal. Because oh. they're, they don't always happen. No. But every now and then you get a great deal that it can. And even if maybe only 5000 of that right. was was able to be used towards that, you know. It's all based on the value and the numbers, real value and right. what it could, should, and will sell for. Absolutely. As long as there's not, you know, some catastrophic. Uh, financial situation. Well, it's not like that's ever happened. No, before. I mean, really, no, not in our <laughs> lifetime anyway. <laughs> but, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what the future holds. Yeah. You always just have to expect the best. Now, going back, though, the formula, the 70% is all in after repaired value. So a an investor wants to buy that house at 70%. 
Correct. And so they have to make sure all of their expenses are, or the renovation costs are included in that 70%. Correct. They might want to have a little bit more in there as buffer. But now what, as wholesalers, what we're doing is we're selling that at 70%. And we, so we're buying it for less. We have to get it for less. So how does that look with the equation, right? Yeah. So it's the after repair value times 70% minus renovation cost minus what you expect to make, what you want to make. So it's going to take that same $200,000 value. Wait a minute. Who's making the money? The minus, wholesaler. Okay, got it. The wholesaler. So, all right. Right. So let's take that same $200,000 value for a second. We have that $200,000. We divide that or, excuse me, multiply that by 70%. Yeah. It gives us one forty. If upon the review of the property, we're looking at the property, and we determine that this property needs $40,000 in renovation to get it up to the $200,000 sale You price. know, I was hoping you were going to say forty. <laughs> we got to keep the numbers right. We're That's there. Right. Simpatico. That's right. <laughs> right? So now... From one forty, we subtract the cost to renovate of forty thousand. That takes us to a hundred thousand dollars. But wait, okay, we can't ask that person to sell that house to us for one forty or one hundred because, as the wholesaler, we're not making any money. We're, That's right. So now it's how much money do we want to make? Is it three thousand? Is it five thousand? Is it ten thousand? And then you plug that number in, right? So for the sake of this conversation, let's just say that number is ten thousand. Okay. You subtract ten thousand from the remaining hundred thousand. That's your profit, potential profit anyway. And now your maximum allowable offer, your Mayo, right, is now ninety thousand dollars. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to start your negotiations at the ninety. Well, wait a minute. How much is the guy even asking for the house? I mean, because that's the first place I would start. That's right. I say, who cares? Well. Well, you do care because if he's asking a hundred, then you're you're going to go in at whatever eighty or seventy or whatever. Right. But if he's asking fifty for Good the point. house, you're not going to offer eighty. No. <laughs> Why would you? So you know you got to find out what the guy's asking for the house first. Yeah, yeah. Good and, point. Good catch, by the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for a few minutes. <laughs> so yeah so if they're asking lower than what your maximum allowable offer is or your starting negotiation point then you know you just go from there but there's a trick that i do when i'm dealing with homeowners in particular yeah it's not really a trick but it just lets them know that we're actually doing the work so when they call in and i'm speaking with them and we're making the appointment you know we're getting all the particulars for the property we're setting up for the appointment to go look at it either today or tomorrow or the next day depending on the availability of the person while I'm waiting for that to occur, you know, we're doing all our due diligence to see oh, yeah. what the value is going to be and all that. Then when we go and walk that property with the uh, property owner, I already know where we need to be in terms of the after repair value. All I have to now do is determine what it's going to cost to renovate. Once I've done that, I, let's say that number was, uh, you know, $48,000, right, to renovate. Or what, let's say that the offer is going to be eighty grand. Right. And, and we know that they just say, hey, let's make me an offer. But I'm going to come in a little bit less. I'm going to maybe start at 72, but I'll use weird numbers like $68,472.12. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I'll write it down on the paper, you know. And they're like, because the perception is you're looking at something that they can't see that's spewing out all these different percentages, and you've really done your research. They're looking at that because who's going to come up with that 
weird number. You know, normally it's just $68,000, not $68,452.12. So it get, if the perception is you've really done your research mm-hmm. and you're giving them a real number, in which, in which you are, but you've really Can't done you your know. research. $68,472.25. You sure can. <laughs> and then when they're, when they're on the fence, I'll say, you know what? I'll, I'll make it an even 68.5. You know, I, I think my boss will be okay with that. Yeah. You know? And, you and know what? People feel like they win. Let's take a break. Let's do that. We're back, all right? We're back. We're back. Hey, listen, Steve, the breaks over here are absolutely yeah, man. hilarious. They are. <laughs> we we, we have as here. much fun on the break as we do on the show. <laughs> absolutely. So, we need to record those and put those outtakes out there like Trevor Noah. So this segment, <laughs> we're going to recap the formula just just so because there was a lot of numbers flying around here just a few yeah, minutes yeah. ago. So we're going to recap that number, and then we're going to talk about the future, the next uh Probably 12 months or so. Yeah, we're let's, gonna, just, let's, let's just go for the 12 months. 12 months. We're going to put our prognosticator hats on. and uh, There's another one of those words. Yeah, man. How come every time, every day, <laughs> every day we do this show, the thesaurus has to be available to our listeners? I don't know. I can't help it. <laughs> hey, it's the, it's the curse of being a well-read man. Well, you know, I, I watch a lot of the YouTube. <laughs> if that's if you want to call that well-read, okay, let's go for that. <laughs> it's a whole new world out there. Yeah. Reading isn't reading unless it's uh, associated I with do a read. digital product. I do read quite a bit. You know, that's what's I up. mean, actual, you know, paper. The smell of it, the feel of it. You got to, you know, there's a whole different thing. It's you know, nostalgia. When you, have that in your hand, especially when you're writing. You've got to write something. But I'm with you on this that is one. not a writing show. This is a real estate <laughs> investing show. So um let's I want to recap the formulas let's and then it. and then I want to you hear what you have to say about the future of the wholesale and the real estate business for the next twelve months. So the just a really quick recap. We want to take the after repaired value of a single family house or kind of pretty much anything, mm-hmm. uh, multiply that by 70% minus your renovation costs mm-hmm. gives you an all in quote unquote all in number. Yes. And that's got to include your Renovation costs, renovation profit. profit. The thirty percent is where that is. Yeah, is that right? The thirty percent. Yeah, the seventy percent. No, the profit's not in the thirty percent. It is if you're the actual renovator. Oh, you're talking about okay, right? For wholesalers, we're talking wholesalers. Thanks for bringing yeah. me back into that. <laughs> so wholesaling is you. You're making nothing until you subtract your fee from the number that is the result of seventy percent. Minus your renovation costs. Yep. Now you've got your wholesale fee. Yeah. Now you got to take. So it's the seventy percent minus the renovation, whatever number's left. Yeah. Subtract the renovation cost from that, and then subtract your profit from the number that's remaining. Your potential profit. Potential, your potential profit. wholesale fee. Exactly. And that is your maximum allowable and you, offer. And you talk about, and we've talked about this a couple times. You said you want to do how much you want to make. Yes. And I'm always talking about how much is. Is it possible to make on a transaction? Yes. Because, you know, I'm, you may want to make 10000 on every single one, 
But like not you're, you're not gonna make ten thousand on everyone. But not. it's not a bad place to start. You have a lot of room to negotiate. It's exactly that. It's a place to start. It's a good number to work with, and then you know you can kind of go back and forth from that. But if somebody's offering a, to sell you their house for way less than those numbers, like the example we just gave, yeah, you know you you might make more than ten or Absolutely. twenty or thirty thousand. And I think it's important to note that there are people that are on the other side of the equation here, and they're saying, well. If I can just make $2,000 a deal, right? you know, don't do that. You know, don't sell yourself short because, listen, you can sell other people's properties and make $1,500, $2,000 without having to go through the whole marketing process, offer negotiation process, selling process. You know, don't sell yourself short. You know, I mean. Can I qualify that a little shoot bit? Shoot for the stars, man. It, listen. There are a lot of wholesalers out there in the marketplace. Yeah. There are probably fewer now than there were a few months, months ago, ago. <laughs> yeah. you know, but there's a, there are a lot of them out there that just are lazy. I mean, yeah. really super, super lazy. I mean, the only thing they do is take stuff that maybe you and I have picked up on, on contracts or other mm -hmm. people have picked up on contracts mm -hmm. and then this turn around and remarket and mm -hmm. add a fee to it. Mm -hmm. They don't even know what the numbers are. Yeah. They've never seen the house. They don't know if it's, if it's a good price or not. They haven't done any research. That's right. Or or the guy that does the marketing for the houses and just throws a renovation number out there, right? Because right. we, know, we know a couple of those. Sure. You know, they, they spend a lot of energy going out there and finding these deals, and they, and they mark them up. I mean, one guy in particular, you know, he'll mark them up twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, yeah. and he'll say that the house needs twenty or 30000 in renovation. And then you go look at the house and you're like, there's absolutely no way that, that this work is going to get done. The work that's needed on this house is substantially greater yeah. than the $30,000 this gentleman has just listed. And look, so, we, we know there are different contractors and bidders and quality of work and licensing and all the insurances and so forth. We know that there's a big range mm -hmm. that, that there is there, but still there's a, kind of a minimum. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you can be like that guy. I know who you're talking about. And, and and try to get everything done as absolutely as cheap as possible. But, you know, you're going to have a product that this looks like is yeah, done the, as the cheaply value, as yeah, possible. The, the valuation will not be there. Yeah, the, and the result, your ARV will not be there. That's You'll right. never sell that house for that kind of money. Not at all. You might sell it as a rental property. It's called, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. Absolutely. So you know, it's, it's hard imperative. to walk around when you do that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's imperative that you understand what you're doing, whether yeah. you're remarketing other people's properties as you're just starting out, because, of course, there are people that do that. I appreciate when they give us a call, though. Yeah. When they say, hey, listen, I've seen your property. Uh, do you mind if I market it? And if I do, can can I make money with you guys? As Because I know you're marketing it. And I don't want if you're if we're marketing it at eighty thousand and this guy wants to market it at ninety, because we're very aggressive marketers. Yeah. You know, it's you know, the odds aren't in his favor to get someone that's going to buy it at ninety. It's possible because we've seen it. Right. But it's a lot easier if 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 they make a deal with us, market to their people at the price that we have it, and then we do a profit sharing opportunity with them. We like that better because it keeps the Clean. price consistent across the board right. in the marketplace. That's right. And, uh, uh, and we price ours that way. So really wholesalers that know what they're doing actually have to do it that way. That's right. Because the numbers won't work if Any they other put way. it out the other way. Right. And I've had wholesalers come to me and say, you know, Steve, I don't really know anything about this. I just 
add on and re- remarket it. Yeah. I said, I know you don't know anything. I can tell. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but but we want to talk, we want to take this last, you know, five minutes or so and talk about the future of real estate in yeah. the next 12 months during this, you know, pre-election cycle as, yeah. as the economy, you know, people are like, this is an, you know, it's an emotional economy. Yeah. You know, people are, this is a fear-based business. You know, people are. Politics or, or money. Both. Or both. <laughs> but I was really talking about real estate. Yeah. It's a fear-based business because people are afraid. Yes. You know, uh, the stock market. Oh, my God. Talk, talking about emotion, you know, you get one little announcement about some trade deal in China and then the market goes tanks. Yeah. Or it goes way back up or something. It's all about fear. Yeah. And so people are afraid. Well. Of uncertainty. And and the fear is really, it's an unfounded thing under normal circumstances because who is it that makes the markets move that much that fast? Right now it's probably the president or the feds. No, it's the institutional investors. Okay. Right? So what they're doing. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. You're in the stock market. Yeah. Sure. They're the ones that make those moves in the market. You and I as individual investors, even collectively, can we're not going to make that kind of movement in the market. Even if we were all, if we were all moving on one accord, yeah, possibly, but that's generally not what happens. So when there's something done politically that, that the institutions that the money doesn't like, right. the money makes the institution, the politicians understand that they don't like it by pulling money out of the market. So for all it's too, in, too volatile. So if we're you, all of us individual investors are in one Honda, then, and we're all moving and we're not going to make that big of a, of a challenge, right? Only if we were all invested in the same thing. You know, I'm talking about, you know, all in one accord. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, they don't fit. We can't fit in that. But um, I, he, And he said it with such a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> but so. Is this a zinger? We know Zing. the markets are going to go up. We're not gonna, they're going to go down. And so bottom line is. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself over there, young fella. Uh, I can't help it. We're going to see a slower economy in the next 12 months. Absolutely. Donald Trump's probably going to get reelected the way things are looking right now. Right. You know, I'm not right. making a prediction. Right, right. You know, because you know, it's well known. Nobody can actually predict the future. That's what it is so, well known. Um, but I will say, you know, you, you, you and I both agree that uh, – the state of business is way better mm-hmm. right now than it was when the Democrats were in office. The, the Dems were in office. Right. The money's I can flowing. see and feel the difference. The, the money is absolutely flowing. I mean, this is, this is when you make your money. But let me say this. As we move into, you know, we're in this fourth quarter, yep. which is always going to be slow. We're moving into the first quarter of next year, which most of which would be slow. Because it's an election year, it's expected to be a lot slower than it would have been uh, the first quarter that is in prior prior years, right? Past couple two three years. So, you have to learn how to make other kinds of offers. Well, when you're making your offers and you're looking at deals as a wholesaler, you know there's we don't have time to go over it today, but maybe we can talk about it next week or somewhere else. But there are if you're looking at doing only the seventy percent after repair value or ARV deals, you're leaving a lot of potential money on the table from other kinds of opportunities. Absolutely. So you have to know and make sure that you're spending your time learning these other methods, you know, learn how to 
how to see how you can help people that can't sell their house because they owe too much. Learn how to work with people in partnership situations because there's not a lot of meat on the bone. If you do that, you'll find more money that other people are leaving on the table that you'll just be able to scoop up literally and put in your pockets. And we talk a lot about this stuff at our events. And, you, you know, actually you should come to that event on December 7th and uh, from 10, 10 to 12 and sit down with us and we'll, we love talking to people. That's right. And in the meantime, make sure you go to iTunes, listen to the podcast, Real Estate 360. You know, go to uh, Spotify, Google Play, uh, YouTube. Make sure you check it all out because we want you to engage and be around what we're talking about. And it is the realestate360show.com from the show to the pro. That's right, you guys. We'll see you next week as the marathon continues. Peace. Peace.